What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. I hope you enjoyed the last one. That uh, I just want to give a first shout-out to Zach Rose, and I think he did a great job. Thank you, thank you, thank fill, you very filling much. Filling in for me. I, I really appreciate it. And not really filling in, because all of you guys did great talking about the schedule. Next I really enjoyed up. listening to it, Chris. Host. Yeah, it was host, fun. Zach Rose and, and audio engineer extraordinaire. That's right. <laughs> yeah, add it to the list. Add it to the list. Um, so we, we decided that uh, we were all itching to do a podcast. We've got some NBA news, of course, some Wizards news, and then we're going to talk a little baseball and NFL. We, we're on a short time schedule because, you know, Jeremy Hyman's kind of busy, so he doesn't have much time for us today. Well, we're but fresh. Let's lead off with that. We are fresh off a Mystics playoff win. Oh, how about that? How huh? about that? I was in attendance to see my first home playoff victory of my tenure here, which was pretty special. Yeah, it was and a fun game. Yeah, it was a good game. It was a chippy, chippy game. It got physical late. Oh, yeah. But the Mystics, they had Playoffs. You know, built a big lead early. Dallas came back. It's a game of runs, half. just like the NBA, Mystics right? Mystics built it back up right in the third quarter. Then Dallas made another run late in the fourth. But the Mystics hung on, and they showed some toughness down the stretch. And they're now on to the second round and going to play in New York on Sunday at 5 o'clock. How about that? Exciting stuff. Also really good to see... Four of our guys were in attendance there. A lot of guys are back in town starting workouts after Labor Day. As we get closer to training camp, we're now finally inside the month. But really good to see Brad Beal, Yamahinmi, um, one of the new guys, Jody Meeks, Sheldon Mack. Um, they're all in attendance, as was Coach Dave Atkins, you know, basketball junkie. So um, Big basketball can't get guy. Good, good Wizards contingent there showing yes, support sir. for our Mystics and a good win. So we'll keep uh, – Keep on keeping on. Do you like okay? Could you imagine the NBA doing one and done playoffs? I know it MLB would be so does exciting, it too, but uh, they would never do it. Yeah. It is, it is, it is definitely exciting. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get to the one game. Yeah, uh, but they used to do best of three. I, yeah. I like closest. best of three in the first round. Yeah, yeah I, I think best of three is real interesting. I mean, it puts a lot of pressure on those games, and it makes it fun to watch. I, the thing is, you don't. You obviously in a one game anything can happen in one game. You are, yeah, you're not, you're gonna have some upsets and you know it's if you're a fan of the you know the team that deserves to win should move on. It's not for you, but right. um, but it's but it's fun and I like how I kind of like the format. I like it in the W. I like how it works and and it's gonna be another one game playoff on Sunday yep. before the conference final. So all <laughs> the Mystics could win one more game. They're all of a sudden in the conference finals. Uh, one step away from, you know, being in their first WNBA finals of their yeah. in their history. And that would be pretty cool if they do get there in the same season that we're going to be celebrating the 40th anniversary of yeah. the Washington Bullets championship. That would be pretty cool. It, yeah, it would be. Yeah, on their own 20th anniversary of being a team. So yeah. Right. It would, and and yeah. add to that, what is this, the second straight season that Wizards caps – and Mystics all made the playoffs. Yep. Uh, it's that would uh, be pretty cool. Well, no, right? no, not second straight. This is la- only the last season. Because yeah, the Mystics missed it last year. Right. Yes. Yes. You're right. right. Okay. But okay. they. But it's the. It's the first time that all three teams have made the second round. There you go. Yeah. The okay. So okay. that's that's something. And it's good to note too that just you know this team is kind of constructed. I mean, we knew from the beginning of the W season that this team was constructed for these for. For the playoffs with players like Elena Deladon, obviously, who had a great great game last night, a double-double, um, 24 points, I think, 23 yeah. points, 11 yeah, rebounds. Yeah. 
she played really well, but also, you know, the likes of Christy Tolliver, a lot of veteran leadership on this team that showed through last night um, kind of throughout the game. And so it's cool to see Coach Tebow's put together a good roster. Obviously, wish that Taylor Hill was, was a part of it as well, but mm-hmm. talent all over the floor for the Mystics. It was a gritty game last night, as you'd expect in the playoffs, but, um, you know, the, the talent is there, and we've known that. And uh, they dug one out. So they yeah, beat the Dallas, the Dallas Wings, Wings, eighty-six to yeah, seventy-six. Yep. So good luck Sunday, to them in the next round. Uh, September tenth, five p.m. Yeah, but Sunday the Skins are at one. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, we opener. Go. Yep. Yeah. So Eagles. after, right after, a hopefully a Skins victory on Sunday, you can tune right over to uh, Mystics Liberty on on, on ESPN two. Yes. ESPN. How about that? So a little doubleheader yeah. action. Little DC DC sports teams. That's right. DC family. Yeah, and nobody is more excited than football for football starting than this group. Yeah. The football season technically starts tonight, mm-hmm. and we're already blowing up the <laughs> our rundown because we were going to start with Wizards, but let's just stick <laughs> with football. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just kind of going. We're going. We'll go the opposite we'll direction. We'll go backwards. Of we'll end up on Wizards. For for those that don't know, we want to congratulate him. He's getting married this weekend. Yes. He'll be off to his honeymoon, so we'll miss him for a little while. But that's going to uh, be amazing. We know that he's probably the biggest football guy out of all of us, so yeah. we must discuss it. This this football <laughs> edition will be sponsored by the Jacob Rame family. We could save the football if you want to just jump into Wizards, okay? This is no, kind of no, a, free, no. a free form for it, it uh, is. any topics it is. as we get ready for the season. But I, but I like the, the natural segues, and yeah, you already you brought like up that? football. <laughs> and so in our kind of pre-production meeting of what we we're going to talk about today, Zach and I were discussing how I do not like – how football starts on Thursday. Oh, I yeah. love the start of football, but I love it when takes. it starts on Sunday. Like you wake up in the morning and it's just like today is football Sunday to start the season. This Thursday yeah. thing, is yeah. anybody into it? I mean, I think when yeah. you're when you're a true football guy, you you take football as soon as football can go. Take it. I'd take it Friday yeah. morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is you know this Monday all sports morning. are like this now. It's not just football. Yeah. Everything is going to have the one or two games that start the year on you know a special time yep. earlier than it. the rest. Baseball does it. The NBA is going to only have a couple games. I think on that first Tuesday, which I believe is the Boston Cleveland game. Yeah, yep, the seventeenth. So, yep, that's right. Uh, you know, all the sports are going to do it that way now. The, so that's. You know, I'm I'm fine with it. I, I like what you're saying, Jamoke. I I do agree. I'd pref- probably prefer that, but I'll take my NFL Thursday night kickoff. The second story was which time zone do you like the most for football? Zach and I both lived in a central time zone. I thought it was perfect because you get up, you it's have ideal. a little breakfast, and then noon, bam, yeah. football and starts. You're, and you're not up too late watching the late game. Right. And West Coast, I feel like 10 a.m. is just too early. No. Zach was joking no, about being no, in Hawaii. No. I was in Hawaii was once for a like football seven. Sunday. It was incredible. Like 7.30 just, start or something like that. Oh, my gosh. No. That's no. No. 1 o'clock. That's when football starts. <laughs> 1, 1 o'clock. o'clock Sunday. Yeah. I – I can agree. I, I love it starting at 1 o'clock. I can agree. I see the, the, the value in playing at noon. I like the central time zone as well. But I have one of my best friends from childhood just moved out to San Diego, and he's already dreading having to get up at, like, you know, 
8.30 a.m. to be at a bar to watch the Browns no. at 10 o'clock. That's a dedicated or, Browns fan. Or whatever. Oh. So, yeah, so, yeah, I'm no. from Ohio, so we watch the Browns. So, you know, that's another level that he's going to have to watch, you know, pre Are you sure Browns you're really going to watch the Browns this year after the, the injury? I'm going to watch them when I can. I'm going to watch them when I can. Really tough for Garrett. That's, I, I, that's heartbreaking, but it's also par for the course. So. That's what I was going to say. Like, okay, when do are the Browns just cursed? Is that what it is? I refuse to believe in curses. Cleveland. But, but you know, yeah, we'll see. It's going to be another rough year, but I think that's the plan. We got another. We got a, a mini process going on <laughs> in, in Cleveland. Just waiting for Jamoke's bizarre Super Bowl prediction. Oh, we can do that. I think we should do okay, that. Okay, we should yeah, do that. Do well, it. we know Jeremy's going to say Patriots. No, Lions. Come on, Mocha. You've known me for seven years. You know I'm not a Pats fan. <laughs> for whatever reason, he's a Lions I, that's fan. The, I know every time. Well, it I mean, it makes sense, mind. but still. He's from Boston, and it's the only two teams. He's Michigan, and he's Detroit Lions. I just yep. don't understand it. It's the allegiance. Okay. <laughs> that's what every sport is long, I selected long. Matthew Stafford. On my, in my Him and his foreign one hundred well. and whatever record against winning teams. <laughs> yes. Good pick. Okay, the Super highest Bowl paid man in football. <laughs> go right. ahead, Zach. Super Bowl predictions. I'm gonna go Patriots, Seahawks, Super Bowl Forty Nine uh, repeat. Patriots wow. out on top. Number six for Brady. Belichick considers retirement. Brady plays another five years. What the? Okay, wow, that's a little extra prediction there. I was ready. You were. Yeah i I haven't thought at all about it. It's obviously the Patriots. From the from the AFC, I can't. I it's, just I yeah. just Patriots can't see Steelers. anybody. I just can't see anybody going going up against them in a playoff format and beating Tom Brady um, on the way there. I mean, maybe in the Super Bowl it happens, but from the NFC, I don't even know. I haven't even really made a prediction. I love what? the Seahawks. I love I love Russell Wilson. I love that defense. I don't want to agree though. Somebody somebody go first and then. I'll think of my NFC team. I got mine. I'll take the pack. Really? Who yeah. I okay. hate. Love the pack. <laughs> hate the pack. But I'm going to say It's the a popular pack. pick. Yeah. I'm going to say the pack get back. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if what that's based on. I just feels like it's a pack year. Rodgers is due for his second ring, too. Yeah. Mine is so Patriots Packers. Pack. Oh, Patriots! Patriots pack. Yeah, Patriots have to be a, a in lot. Minneapolis. Yeah. Patriots are absolutely. It's going to be freezing at the oh, Super Bowl. Mine are uh, my pick is uh, Steelers, Packers, Steelers. Finally, so a repeat of Super Bowl of Jeez, 20, 2010, Man. 2011. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and but it's also the first time that the Steelers will, if they aren't jinxed, will actually have Antonio Brown. And Le'Veon Bell, and Ben Roethlisberger, and Martavius Bryant, he's back. Yes. like the whole team's going to stay healthy Finally. and just roll Steelers. through the AFC and an improved defense. And for NFC, I think Packers too. Okay. I feel Steelers like they are back. the best team okay. in the NFC. So, and okay. I and I think the Steelers will win it all because I, while I think the Packers are talented, I feel like the Steelers will just have more talent. Okay, good pick. Back to Chris, NFC. Chris. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll go. I, I love the Seahawks, but I, I also I, – my heart wants to see another one for Aaron Rodgers, so I'm going to go with the Packers. I can't believe he's like – I would like to see another one for him. He's one of the lowest-paid quarterbacks now. But I, well, uh, he was one of the first guys to get a big deal. I mm. know, but I feel like he's if – He's got enough Packers, endorsements. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. So I'll pack, pick the pack. pack. Yep. Okay. Shout-out to my Aunt Beth from Green Bay. All right. How go about pack. that? 
Okay. Well, speaking of Aunt Beth, Aunt Beth, does she yep. watch baseball? Mm. More of a pack fan. Okay, that didn't work as a segue. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> okay, seriously though. Okay, can we switch to baseball for a little bit? How is anybody excited about it being that last month before? Yes. Well, the Chris's season? team hasn't lost in like yeah. two weeks. So. Yeah, Tribes fourteen on a in a row. Fourteen game. See, I feel right like they're going to lose the next one because whenever you see the stat, they've tied the streak. That's it. Yeah. They're done. Yeah, they're due for a loss, but easy p- soft part of the schedule came at the right time for the Tribe. So for going World Series picks, I've got that one ready. How about that? Tribe Dodgers. Tribe Dodgers? Tribe and Okay, my only concern six. is the Dodgers are losing at the wrong time. Yeah. I yeah. still think they're the best team, though. I mean, well, they are the best team, but – but it's like you can be the best team, but if you all of a sudden you're you hit a, uh, a yep. low yeah, at the wrong baseball. time, that's yep. you're you're yeah. done for. And like you get swept by the Reds, yeah. like the Reds, yeah. like the Brewers getting I mean, swept by the freaking Reds. <laughs> yeah, I mean you obviously can't count out. I mean you can't count out the Cubs either. They got a, they got sneakily some pieces at the at the deadline. They're they're still the Cubs. They still have that lineup. They yeah. have a good rotation. It's formidable. Nats I think Nats, here. Nats, maybe? Nats Indians. Nats that's, that's my pick. I Nats love Indians. Nats and Nats. I'll be there. I'll see you there. Nats. Yes, Jeremy? Yep. I, I Breaking think, the DC I think curse. This is the Nats year. I don't, uh, I don't believe in the curses. I think the Nats are stacked. I think Bryce will be back healthy yeah. by playoff His hair's time. hair's not back. Yeah. yeah. And not back. I'm going to say this <laughs> is the year that – Scherzer, who they need to be healthy because I yeah. know he's dealing with a couple things. But Scherzer, Straz, who I watched through a complete game, shut he's out been the amazing. other day. He's been incredible. So is Gio. Him and Gio. It's a good three men. There's your three. <laughs> Three-headed monster. I think monster. they have top yep. three of the four top ERAs in the NL. Yeah, yep. those those guys, can they can deal. And the bullpen's been a little bit better since they made it, those acquisitions. Doolittle, Madsen, uh, Kinsler. Kinsler. Yeah. Former uh, Brewer great. Uh, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball is probably the hardest to predict of any any of the sports because you just never know. You don't know who's going to get hot. So many of the games come down to one pitch, one run, one yeah. big hit. Um, it's just hard to predict. And I mean, no one really predicted the Indians last year. The Cubs, no one thought obviously they could oh ever gosh. win. Yeah, yeah. But Ugh. yeah, there's not a ton of races this year. We kind of know what the playoff yeah. picture is going to look like. That for the AL most wild part. card. Yeah, second yeah. AL wild Speaking card. Speaking of Jacob's absence, um, yeah, Go Orioles. Rose. Orioles are Go back Orioles. in the mix. Let's hope. Let's hope they can um, pull it out. The other thing I like about the Nets is they've dealt with injuries, and that's forced the player, the other players, to fill in. Mm-hmm. A lot know, of Goodwin uh, Defoe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and oh my gosh. Wait, what'd you say? Howie Kendrick. Is that your thing? You know? No, not Howie Wilmer Kendrick. Defoe, Who's the guy who Brian came Goodwin. in? Who came up? He, Goodwin. Yeah. He like mm-hmm. all of a sudden was hitting all of those home runs. Yeah. But just. I feel like you know they the, those guys have now gained confidence. So when you get yep. uh, get the the starters back, you you got a good bench. So I say Nat. Yeah, I definitely say Nats and Nats Tribe. Yeah, Nats Tribe. I love Nats it. Socks. I'll see you there. And Nats Socks. socks. <laughs> Nats Socks. Okay, Jeremy can get that. There's the Boston coming, coming out. under the radar this year. No one's gonna pick them <laughs> this yep. year. Same with the Cubs. I mean, I feel like people yeah. are still sleeping on them. Yeah. I also like the yeah. Diamondbacks are scorching hot. They, they just are. might not have the pitching to last. Yeah. They are. Um, so no Houston. They made. That I, big I, I like Houston Verlander still. I mean, I think it could be Houston, L.A. I think the Dodgers will probably make it. I've I picked them before they got hot, like in May or something. I was like, the Dodgers have just a stacked lineup. Like I just mm-hmm. think they'll be good. Added you, Darvish. 
some of their players like Bellinger really stepped up. So I like the Dodgers a lot, but I think it's really up for grabs. Like the Astros and Dodgers separated themselves, but all these other teams have been hot at certain points of the year. It's a pretty front loaded league right now. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a really fun October. I mean, playoff baseball is just an entirely different animal. Me and Jeremy were talking about this at the Mystics game last night, just, it is just exhausting when your yeah. team is in the postseason. Like yeah. each pitch, every game, it is just a mental exhaustion for fans. I mean, and obviously for players, but like just sitting there, just sitting there watching. It Mainly is just fans, though. I'm yeah. going to Dodgers but, but next, yeah. next Friday, so I'm looking nice. forward to that. That'll Playoff be, preview, be we, yeah. we hope. Yeah, that's what I hope for. You inviting and us? I can work on trying to get okay. some more tickets. I'll work on it. That's my guy. But how great will October be with playoff baseball? October's the best month football. in sports. You have the you're best. in the heart of the NFL season. You got college football, the divisional matchups, I mean the conference matchups start. Yep. And you have the return of the Washington Wizards. Yes. You yes. open the season. Good segue. Good Octo- segue. How good are these segues, <laughs> Okay. Segway. Open the season October eighteenth. <laughs> Philadelphia, seven o'clock, Capital One Arena. Get your tickets now, folks. <laughs> if there are <laughs> any left. Right. If there are any singles left. still available. Singles are available. Yeah, okay. it's gonna be fun. I'm fired ESPN. up. ESPN. Six weeks about are we yeah. about six weeks yes. out? Yeah. Yeah. Train media day, training camp in about two and a half weeks. In yeah. our office, I feel like the the all these little times where it's like this is the beginning of the season this is the mark of the beginning of the season is when you walk down the office and there you see the new calendar on everyone's wall and it's exactly. like yep it's here yep. yep we're ready to get going this is the first year i was given a big giant poster calendar my How third season i finally earned one and okay i'm ready to roll i look at it every day october 18th um so i was reading um Zach Rosen's go to WashingtonWizards.com to see his John Wall 27 things to know. And that made me think of the not 27, but things to know about this team for the fans. Yeah, not 27. Not 27, <laughs> but just what do you want people to know about this team? Right. And something that's like a burning question that either you want to give an answer to. Like, I don't sure. know. I don't know. Just something. The team has finally finally had a summer, a full summer, a full season with Scott Brooks and his staff to really get to know each other, fly across the country for one another, talk on the phone, text. The locker room has never been closer, probably since you guys have worked here. Um, not that I know that is a fact, but just the way that they operate. There's a clear leader in the clubhouse or this is a baseball the locker room uh and John Wall he's signed for extended amount of time you have veterans like Gortat Mahinmi almost every player on this roster that plays a vital part has been in the NBA for five this will be the, at least their fifth season Otto is probably the youngest of that group mm-hmm. you've got some veterans coming in that have a lot of experience around the league Jody Meeks Mike Scott uh Tim Frazier's really battled I think if there's anything, you're going to see a lot of what you saw in the second half of last season in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things to be kind of cautious about, I think, is still the bench. Um, maybe kind of a slow start. You want to avoid the slow start with the West Coast trip, but 
I mean, we've looked at the schedule. We talked about it a lot in the last podcast. Yeah. The Wizards have the easiest schedule, strength of schedule-wise, in the first half in all of the NBA. So I think we should be seeing fireworks to start the season. Yeah. It's also important to note, to note too, that just everybody is, for the most part, healthy this offseason. They've been able to really work on their game, on their fitness, on everything. And obviously that starts with John – uh, something that wasn't true last season. You know, John came into training camp uh, still needing to work his way back um, from from those knee surgeries. And that, obviously, we saw by the end of last season that it didn't really hamper him all that much in, in the sense of, you know, getting to know Coach Brooks and his teammates, which he already had worked with a lot. But the the general health of this team, the camaraderie, we saw the family atmosphere that – you know, we say DC family all the time, but we saw that atmosphere really, really come into its own at kind of the most important time of the year last year. And all of the main actors, the main characters in that scene, um, you know, from everybody like Keith Morris, Jason Smith, John and Brad, all of those guys are back. And um, that's really important. We saw how good this team can be um, on the floor and, and we know that behind the scenes that they're just, you know, they're a close-knit group. That's the way that Scott Brooks wants it. It's what he's promoted, and and now it's what he's got. And they've had a full offseason to work it through, and we'll be ready to go. Yeah, the, I mean, what have we talked about all offseason and getting ready for this year, the continuity of this team? They were uh, – what, the offseason health issues, maybe Mahimi – was the only one we're going to probably be a little bit cautious about coming yeah. into this training camp. Yeah. I think Kelly had a procedure yeah. done, but he's, I, as far as I know, I don't believe there's any kind of limitations yeah. with him coming in. He's been training all summer. Um, so we'll, you know, just see how, see how he's doing. But from a health standpoint, I think they're coming in about as, as good as you could hope. If Mian is healthy and, you know, if him, Jason and Kelly are three of your you know, core bench pieces that with the same five starting lineup, like there's eight guys that you don't, you know, they already played a full year together. So this is now Mm going to be year two of that group. You add in, you know, Jody Meeks, Mike Scott, Tim Frazier with, you know, Thomas is back for his second year with the team. Will Sheldon Mack, you know, start contributing those kind of guys. So the familiar familiar familiarity between the guys is already there we've seen it this summer we just kind of need things to kind of get started now it's like guys are going to start trickling back in these next couple of weeks like we said media day is two and a half weeks away um i think there's a chance that they could get off to a great start based on the schedule based on kind of Ooh, great the, start. The hunger, which would be, you know, the opposite of last year, where we had yeah. a really tough start, yeah. tough schedule, 2-8. and eight. I think, you know, you could flip that. The first 20 yeah, games. Yeah, you guys I, four and two. You know, I'd lo- the, obviously a West Coast trip's not an easy. You know, you got to play at Golden State in yeah. there, too. But, but, you know, for a lot of those games, you know, there's a chance maybe you could go, like, 14-6 and six or something, something mm-hmm. like that for the first 20 games, which would be great. Yeah. Because it would kind of keep the momentum from – you know, a good season last year, a good summer, and then if you could get off to a good start, you put your, you know, get those, get a real winning culture, that winning feel around the team, and you carry that through the season, and then, yeah, you know, start gearing up for for playoff time when the time comes. 
my things to know is for any fans that maybe are because whiz kids i expect you to probably know this but if you don't the season starts early folks almost two weeks earlier from when it normally would start. And I feel like if you are a marginal NBA fan or marginal Wizards fan and you're not paying attention, you, do, you, don't, you don't know that. And all of a sudden, it's going to be – it's going to hit you upside the head. It was like, bam, the NBA season starting. I feel like it's awesome. I feel like we get into the meat of it early instead of getting excited when media day happens and training camp, then all of a sudden you're waiting a whole month before yeah, right. the games to really count. This yep. is exciting. That's a um, good point. I never thought of that point of it, but that is a good point. That it's, you know, instead of those two less weeks of kind of waiting yeah. around during the preseason when it's, I mean, no one hated preseason more than me, but... <laughs> You know, there's a lot of people that didn't weren't fans of preseason. Yeah. It was it is it was too long. Like mm-hmm. four weeks was not needed, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. Um, you know, guys, they'd have to rest guys anyway because no one wanted to get injuries at that time. Yep. But I think how it is now, they're going to have the first preseason game October second against yeah. the team from the China. Lions. Uh, Tyler Hansbrough's team. Yeah. Tyler Hansbrough. And then. Um, yeah, then the first home preseason game will be Friday the 6th. Second? Sixth. Yeah, the 6th. The, the first, Oh, excuse me. The yeah, first, second is the first. Sorry, against an NBA yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Against an NBA team. Right. That will yeah. be the 6th and then the 8th. And then Sunday against Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. So. Speaking of Cleveland, we haven't talked about the Kyrie IT trade at all. No. Okay. Let me, go, let me go down my, finish Another my other segue. things I want to say real quick. Another segue. Ooh. I think the bench has improved. I think we've all said that. I love that we won't see Boston until – that Christmas game it's pretty crazy. because I think that gives us a lot of we're going to build whatever camaraderie we need or it's going to maybe solidify how good this team is by the time we play Boston and Boston the same way so I feel like that is going to be a battle that you have two teams that know what the chemistry of the makeup of that team is compared to I think that Cleveland game is almost too early. Not the preseason one, but the one yeah. November third. Yeah. They're still going to try to figure out it. And well, he's not. And I LeBron. doubt he's even playing. Yeah, he may, right. Very he won't even play. So, play. you know, that's like it's not going to be the real team. Derrick Rose. And uh, and then the other thing, I don't know. I didn't hear you mention this when you were talking about the season schedule. But six of the eighteen. Uh, nationally televised games are either against Boston or Cleveland. Like right. that's the True. NBA is pushing that that's going to be the three teams that you want to see playing yeah. against each other in the Eastern Conference. No but speaking of that segue, two of those teams swap point guards. Yeah. Jeremy's got to go to a meeting soon. You want to start first, Jeremy? Your thoughts on those two teams? Wow. I mean, it's we're we've had some time to digest it now. I know they just had the Isaiah press conference on Thursday the day we're taping this um so it's kind of fully fully digested now it's mm-hmm. unprecedented it's it was sh- a shock to me when i saw it the first time i'm still a little bit shocked by it uh, i'm trying to uh, it can do- you compare it to any other trade not, like on uh, recent memory i don't not, think so not really no. i mean you have two teams that met in the conference finals swapping all-star point guards like that that's crazy that's I mean, they're and they were basically rivals. I mean, we can say all we want about Boston, but those are those are the top two teams last year. I mean, but though, yeah. So that it was a good. It 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 definitely you can see why both teams made the deal. Um, It's it it, you know there's there's I've I've you know I'm from Boston, so obviously I have a lot of people I know from the area, people that I know that follow the Celtics very closely that have watched them 
for 30 years, um, some longer, and I've tried to get there, you know, try to take the pulse of what they thought. It was very mixed, which wow. is interesting. Yeah. Because that's, and I, I've seen mixed reviews across the board. A lot of people think Boston definitely won the trade because they got Kyrie, who a lot of people feel is the best player in the deal, and he probably is. I mean, I think he is. Mm-hmm. But. They gave up a lot to get him, and yeah. a lot of people loved IT. They loved, I mean, forget all the emotional stuff. And they, you know, he had. You read that letter that he wrote to the city. It was pretty moving and pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So there was a connection there between him and the city. So that's going to play a factor in it. But from just a basketball standpoint, um, there was just mixed mixed feelings about it. I mean, they also, you know, a potential lottery pick that could be another great player, which mm-hmm. you don't know right now, but. Uh, and then I think the two keys of the trade are if Boston locks up Kyrie long term, I think then it's probably going to make the then you could probably say they probably won the trade. Yeah. And I think the other big question mark is Isaiah's hip. And I think even if you're just talking about this year, I don't know what Boston really thought about what they were going to get out of IT with his hip. I know mm-hmm. he's very confident that he's going to return to being a 30 point scorer. I don't know how confident Cleveland is in that, even though they made the deal, because they were kind of in the weird position of they had to make the trade. Yeah. Because they had to deal Kyrie because of his demands. I mean, I don't, I guess they didn't have to, but I don't know what that would have looked like if he had to mm-hmm. go back. So, but at the same time, for being in the position they were in where they were forced, you know, their hand was forced, they got an all NBA player back who could be healthy and could be great for them, and they could contend for a title with Isaiah and LeBron. Yeah and Kevin Love and the rest of the Cavs and and they got a lottery pick so if you know if things do blow up in Cleveland and IT leaves after this year I have no idea what happens with LeBron but if he ends up somewhere else next year they can go into rebuild mode with that it's number a one loaded pick. I mean, it's a loaded group maybe coming the top, into the yeah. top three potential picks so uh, so that's why I see the I see why both teams did it it's very unprecedented it's a very strange situation for both it's not i don't see it like being some kind of like setting up for the future like that's teams rivals and like teams aren't going to just meet in the conference finals and swap point guard you know all-stars although i guess the year before kd and you know okc and golden state met and then he ended up on the other team so Kind of interesting how these <laughs> Two superstars are just loyalty, flipping, loyalty, loyalty, flipping, uh, <laughs> flipping. But shout out to Kendrick um, Lamar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then in terms of the East, I don't know how much it changed this year. Like, if I'm if I'm still picking, I still think Cleveland's the top team in the East with Isaiah or Kyrie, as long as LeBron's there with one of those guys. Yeah. So I'm not. I don't think it really changed their outlook that much this year. Um, so I'm not changing that. I don't. And then it, let it, me ask you this question about the outlook. My feeling was, it is used to having the ball in his hand, and that's what made him so valuable and such a vicious score in the fourth quarter. But how is he going to play now if LeBron is the one bringing the ball up and he didn't play as well off yeah, the ball? It'll take some time to get used to that transition, but Isaiah's a great player. He's a great scorer. He's a very good passer. I, I think, you know, playing second, the set, you know, he obviously is not the, the guy in yeah. Cleveland, which he was in Boston for sure. So it'll be, you know, it takes some adjusting too, but 
I mean, I think Kyrie had to do the same thing when LeBron joined him. And yeah. Kyrie's a guy who likes the ball in his hands, too. And he's, you and know, now he, he can be an isolation back. player. We'll see. I have no clue what Boston is going to look like. With It's a brand new team. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which bodes well for the Wizards. Well, that's why, yeah. Four so returning Wizards, players. The Wizards are yep. returning everyone, and Boston's a completely new team. Yeah. Like, their best players are all new, so. Let's ask Keith to call Marcus and tell yeah. us a little bit <laughs> yeah. what he thinks Get about some scoops. So, yeah. so we'll see. But uh, we'll have time in the next couple of weeks to go over the outlook of the East and as media day comes. But I'll let you guys finish this. I'm going to uh, get running. Got to put hey, on my director's hat with Jacob on, <laughs> on uh, honeymoon. So I'll uh, <laughs> see you, Jeremy. We'll, we'll chat later. Chris, you want to yeah. follow up any your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think. From from Cleveland's perspective, I mean, I I grew up there. Like Jeremy grew up in Boston, and it's a similar feel from folks there. Um, it's so bizarre to see a trade where maybe not an overwhelming consensus, but a lot of people can agree that really, like both of the teams got a win out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think so often in in sports in general now, there's you know the need for a winner and a loser and you can argue this one for you know you can argue this one forever um i think that Kyrie is the better player probably especially long term i mean he's also three years younger than true isaiah thomas um so that's you know that can't be discounted but if isaiah finds a way to come back healthy i i don't see there being that much of a drop for for the Cavs and Obviously, adding a guy like Jay Crowder, who's kind of like a Swiss Army knife type player, um, that, that can help three. the that can help the Cavs. He's a playoff player. Um, that can help them big time, and especially on the defensive end, if he if he finds that intensity. I mean, he's a big body. He he can he can do some things for you, especially in the playoffs. Like we like Zach just said, mm-hmm. when everything is under a microscope and everything is, you know so exact and and game plans change from literally by the minute um he's another good piece for the Cavs to work with yeah I don't know that it puts them over any kind of hump with the Warriors I I I can't really see how quite Mm -hmm. honestly but you know for right now if I if IT is healthy for playoff time for the Cavs that's great for them and and likewise for Boston they're thinking I think is also sound that when they get to the playoffs, they now have arguably one of the most clutch scorers in the NBA and one of the best guys who can create for himself too. I mean, I it can do that as well, but I mean, Kyrie off the dribble is, can be lethal mm-hmm. and um, certainly pairing him with Gordon Hayward and Brad Stevens and, and the whole core that they've built there. It's a win for them too, and so it's going to make for some for some great playoff Was series. It? And I think for for the Wizards, for them sitting back and kind of watching this, knowing that last year the Wizards competed and beat both of these teams last year. Yeah. Um, you know, in the regular season, and certainly you know they they took the Celtics to the wire. We know that Boston's a really hard place to play, and that series was 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 draining for the Wizards, but. The Wizards sitting back looking at this, I don't think it changes their outlook at all. I think they look at it and say, look, we we have another year of, of Brad and John who are a year older, a year wiser. John's healthy now. I, I think they look at it and see and see that they can compete just the same. So Were your friend were your friends and family, were they mixed? 
in their thoughts about yeah. Kyrie? I think it's. I think anytime. I mean, anytime as if this has ever happened. But anytime a guy who literally is the city's hero and hits the shot to win a city's first shot title in 60 years, anytime he's gone a year later by his own choice, really, yeah, um, is bizarre. Um, but you know, I think Cleveland. The mentality in Cleveland is that they love to be the underdog. They love to have. I mean, they are the underdog, whether they like it or not, a lot. Mm-hmm. But they love that role, yeah. whether they admit it or not. And IT fits that mold perfectly. And I'm, I know that they'll love his attitude and his that letter that he wrote. Yeah, They'll love that being on their team now. And, you know, we'll see. But losing a 25-year-old Kyrie Irving hurts <laughs> as well. Yeah. I think it's easy to forget a few weeks later that Kyrie asked to be traded so the fact that they got this in return was probably the best they could have done Mm -hmm. and I I mean I don't think anyone really knew how serious IT's hip injury was I mean he's not getting surgery but they were very murky today in the press conference about when he's returning they weren't even accepting questions about it yeah Um, but he's working hard to get on the floor I mean we're not going to see him November 3rd but I'm sure we'll see him you know in February after the all-star break Uh, I think the trade just I think it gave Cleveland this one year to really go all in one more time for a chance to win Uh, I think they got deeper with adding Jay Crowder if Zizic can play and I mean if IT's there at the end of the season yeah we play them in April as well um that that's huge for them uh but for Boston, I, I don't even know what their team's identity is. I felt like Avery Bradley, IT, Jay Crowder was the team's identity. Yeah. yeah. Those three guys like were what represented the Celtics and and Marcus Smart, I guess you could put in there, but he was always kind of the sixth man, um, not at the front and center. He's lost a lot of weight from what I read and he's ready to take on a bigger role. But I mean the with and also with Marcus Morris going to the Celtics, it's 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 just a completely different team. I mean the you didn't any, bring up the rookie either. Like what yeah, is he going to be? Jason Tatum. Jason I mean Jalen Brown. But Jaylen really, Brown. they aren't yeah, as deep as they were. I mean Aaron Baines was a decent uh, pickup <laughs> on their bench. Obviously, if you get two All Stars and Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, you had a good off season. Yeah. But at the same time. What changes? I, I and we've talked about it before. I hated that they had to trade away Avery Bradley. It made sense, but I think he did a lot for them, especially matching up with the Wizards. Yep. So for the Wizards, I I think Cleveland probably became a tougher opponent because yep. it he was hurt in the playoff series, but that one game he really figured out the Wizards where he dropped fifty plus. Uh, but for the Celtics, I mean, I I see the Wizards matching up fine with them. I think Horford is always just the Wizards kryptonite. People keep forgetting about him. He's still still really good on that team. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think that you know Kyrie's defense has been called into question a lot. So, yeah, if the Wizards can attack him, Marcus Smart's going to be a problem. But got Morris just to negate the Wizards Morris from being so tough. Maybe I mean put put you on your brother. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's it's just it's just so odd to see. I mean, the Cavs didn't hit a, re- a reset necessarily. I mean, although losing an all-star or sw- swapping all-stars is a fairly large change for a team that's been to the finals for three years. Um, but to see on the Celtics side, a team that made the conference finals really do like a complete reset 
a it's year after really making bizarre. conference finals is just it's just strange. And um, it's strange, but like they always were going to do this, right? We they, talked about all their draft picks, yep. Yep. and so they, they were going to. to have to make some changes. Yeah. Uh, back to the Cavs, I was looking at their roster. I forgot they also got Jeff Green, yeah. who I think is a hidden gem. You know, he's shown some. He's always killed the Wizards. Oh yeah, boy. yeah. The other and the other thing, I think there's a lot of talk out there that this Brooklyn pick may not be in the top five or whatever. That the Nets have gotten a lot better. I don't buy that at all. I think the Nets are still a very subpar basketball team. So I, I just thought that was funny that a lot of it was mainly pro Boston media <laughs> saying that. We're not gonna name names, but it was <laughs> it was pretty funny to me that they're like, Well, you know, Brooklyn might not even be that bad. I'm like, did you watch Brooklyn play yeah. last year? Yeah. Like they were not good at all. Sure they got D'Angelo Russell. They also got Timofoy Mozgov to yeah. replace Brooke Lopez and Brooke Lopez was their best player the last ten they years. Still have Jeremy Lin. Yeah. Jeremy Lin was good for them, I'll give him that. But at the same time, you have you're you're still lacking a lot. But they've done a good job uh, absorbing contracts to take on first round picks and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh but I, I I really wanted to bring that up. I just yeah. I think that was a good trade for the Cavs because yeah. that could be Michael Porter Jr. next year. Yeah, Brooklyn. So, or Donkic, who I love. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Brooklyn's in the middle of of a deep, I mean, <laughs> a deep rebuild. And, yeah. and they are still very much on the infancy stage of that. And so yeah. I think Cleveland can be pretty confident that they're going to get a good pick. It's just... You know, you never know with draft picks. Obviously, there's there's the unknown in that, and with the potential of LeBron leaving, that's that's the great unknown, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's what they could be faced with very well. They very well could be faced with. So, for them to prepare, kind of either way, is kind of the best they can do with kind of being dealt uh, yeah. an unfortunate hand. Okay. But from the Wizards' perspective, obviously, to kind of bring it back to to our our team here is just the home team you know we uh the wizards have to like what they see when they look around the conference and knowing that they're a year better and a, a year under coach brooks who who's works really well with this team yeah i'm a sucker for the wizards game away from the conference finals every year, year every year i'm like this, this, this is a great team that they can do it yeah. um i just get excited i'm trying i think of the pros and but cons th- there's and confidence this everything. year yeah, there really is. Really I mean, it's is. different. And there's and there's real elite talent to back that up. I mean, John Wall is a bona fide All NBA point guard. And the way he's been working this summer, shout out to Ball is life capturing <laughs> yeah. his summer. It's yeah. been remarkable. Yeah. The people he's been with, the yep. three a days. I mean, yep. and shout out to to Jesse Phillips, one of our uh, performance staff members. I mean, yeah. just they're just building him for a, another career year. Yeah. yeah, John will be ready and. Um, you know, he said that, that you know, that the fatigue did play a factor late in Game 7. Yeah. I would say that in the that second round of the playoffs again. this year, that will not be the case. Oh, what about Kobe's Mamba Challenge for yeah. John? That's right. That's another thing. Okay. First team defense, it was yeah. Kobe's challenge. Uh, I know I saw that Sheldon Mack, who has been working out with John a lot this summer, yeah. also said that John's defense is much improved. Well, he he's said quicker, he's the best two-way player. Like right. John has said I mean, that. I think we're going to see John. Who, I mean, he led the NBA in total steals and I think uh, tips. Blocks for a point guard. Yeah, I mean, I, I foresee him yeah. being even better. It's it, all there for him. And the system the it will now be in place for a second season. That was part of it. Yeah. The defensive system did not register with everyone the whole yeah. season, and that yeah. was obvious. Yeah. And also, let's not sleep on the Raptors and, of course, the Bucks for yeah. the Eastern Conference. You had That's to true. slip in the Bucks. 
I think that we're forgetting that Giannis <laughs> is also yeah. taking another year. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the Raptors, Lowry's healthy again. DeRozan's still getting better. Uh, I think the Wizards will be competing with them yeah. for the three seed for sure. Yeah, and and those are all the or reason. higher. Yeah, no question yeah. about it. They it's just Serge Ibaka. It's going to be another yeah. year crowded at the top, but it's going to be fun. I mean, these are going to be, be fun teams. It's going to be a play. lot of fun. The Bucks are going to be a blast to play. The Raptors, you, you know what you get when you play the Raptors. Mm-hmm. We've watched Demar Derozan go off for you and know a billion points. It's it's just it's just going to be a fun year. We know that the West. I mean. Uh, there are tons of storylines in the West. Everybody's going to talk about the West. Um, and as basketball fans, I will. I can't wait to watch the Rockets play the Warriors either. Yeah. But Rockets Warriors, I can't wait to see what OKC is going to look like with yeah. Paul George Still on that got team. Kawhi. It's going to be like, fun. Oh but, my gosh! But um, we we will have Can a really Marcus fun Aldridge get it together the with too. the Spurs? Yeah. Turn that help turn that team Popovich, around. Popovich, I, mean, I think, is close to saying goodbye when he sees some of these teams. Yeah, it's just <laughs> we'll a, see. It's yeah. a it's a tough lineup out in the West. And it really is. Yeah. And that's and the other thing why NBA it would make season. you wonder why uh, somebody like LeBron or Kyrie, you know, or it these guys are going to have chances to be free agents. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting because the West is crowded and yeah. it's full of a lot of great teams that almost can't really take on any more. It's like stars. the gold rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. It'll be interesting. Quick okay. side note as well: Thomas Adaranski and the che- and the Czechs just wrapped up EuroBasket. Hey. It was a tough run for the Czechs. They were shorthanded, um, but hey. it's, it, we should note that Tomas was was the leader of that yeah. team. Did put together he was the some John really Wall of that team. He put some put together some good games. They had a tough one against Croatia, which is a they're a pretty stacked team to mm-hmm. finish out their group play. But um, if you're craving basketball. Eurobasket is past the group stage into the round of 16. So Single some fun teams to watch now. for yeah, basketball like junkies. Really, there's a lot of really good teams, too, yeah. because they've got, like, Chris Stops or this Donkic kid, uh, mm-hmm. Drogic is yeah, on that team. Yeah, he's been blowing up. Yeah, they've got a lot of talented Euro teams out there, yeah. and it's it's very competitive. Yeah. Markkinen, it's been good. The atmosphere so. over there is great. I mean, you know, you take a European soccer atmosphere and put it in a basketball arena – it's fun yeah. to watch, and a lot of these teams smoky, are, smoky gyms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't realize how much, like in Greece, for example, like basketball is it's huge. life there. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. love like Olympiacos, the Antetokounmpo brothers. Uh, yeah, yeah, Papa Nicolau, those guys. So yeah, so if you need basketball before preseason starts, early in October, come watch us. Euro play. basket's getting good. <laughs> come watch, watch us. Play. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, I'm playing seven o'clock on the practice court. Yeah, but Euro basket's get getting good. Yeah. You're not supposed to tell people where you're playing. They're gonna come. <laughs> You think they're gonna come to see me? Yeah. Oh damn. Need Jamoke okay. Davis. All right, Wiz kids, just text me. Watch the Mystics too. Text me if playoffs. You, yeah, playoffs. Uh, and and we will continue our off season, our start our preseason training. We're gonna have two a days as well on the mic. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, we've got a few <laughs> few announcements coming up. Uh, circle September fifteenth on your calendar yes. for yes. some big ones. Uh, yes. Few coming during training camp, and uh, I know. That people have uh, ideas of certain things that are happening, but they will be confirmed and such in there the coming go. weeks. So okay, yeah. I think I think in what's in order, and we we I'm throwing this out there, even though I know we're supposed to have a pre-pro meeting to discuss this, but maybe <laughs> maybe we could do another live, even whether it's a play or not, a live Instagram or a live Facebook, and we can maybe even communicate with the fans, have them send us in some questions and topics. I love uh, the fans. We do it for the kids, yes, always for the, for the fans. kids. All right, uh, for Jeremy Hyman, Chris Gehring, and Zach Rose, I'm Jamoke Davis. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Ciao for now. Good luck, Jacob. <laughs>